Before we get going in this episode, I just want to say real quick that this is actually episode 14. Um, our previous episode 14, I had to scratch that due to techni- technical difficulties. So this is actually episode 14, even though in the beginning of the episode, I said episode 15. So just keep that in mind. Um, it's probably going to be like this next few episodes, but then we'll get back on track with the normal numbers. So hope you enjoy. Welcome in the episode 15 of Real Estate Convos with Jake and Steve. I'm Jake Boucher. And I'm Steve Boucher. Thank you for tuning into this episode as we will be diving into kind of our opinion on the future of the real estate industry. And I'm going to ask him some questions. This is going to be a relatively quick episode. We're going to get straight to the point. I like, to, ramble. I, I like to talk. So we're going to be talking about the future of the real estate industry, like the next maybe five to 10 years. And I'm going to start off by asking, where do you personally see the industry as a whole in, in five years time? Where do I see the real estate industry as a, as a whole? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm doing this right off the cuff. I don't know any of these questions beforehand, which is normally what we do. So this is all going to be off the top of my head. The industry in five years is probably going to be a lot of what's currently going on. It's it's currently being inundated with technology. However, I still think five years from now, we're going to be kind of similar of a market as we are currently today. Yeah, I I think we're going to have limited inventory. I think there's still going to be a lot of players. I think there's still going to be a lot of going on, a lot more buyers uh, because the millennials and stuff have wanted to buy and haven't been able to. So there's a lag. So I think five years, we're going to be kind of similar to where we are, but more technology. Ten years from now is a whole different animal. That is going to be transformative. Because ten years of technology moves so fast. It's moving so fast, but there is always a tradition lag, a, a transition lag, sorry. Um, so I think that's going to take a little bit more time. And I feel like the real estate in general is kind of behind the times in terms of like picking up new marketing strategies and stuff. They're usually late on all that stuff. So they're going to be late to that that type of thing it sounds like too you you have to spit split the population in half my generation didn't have technology our technology was a black and white tv that we had to physically stand up and go turn on and off and change channel yours you carry it in your pocket you have it on a watch your technology is completely different than my technology i didn't grow up with fancy cars, with computer chips and navigation and all that stuff. My navigation program was a map. <laughs> if you didn't know how to read a map, you were screwed. If you didn't have a flashlight at night to read your map, you were screwed. Today, everything is technological, but the generations, the older generation fights it, doesn't want anything to do with it. I don't necessarily want anything to do with it, but I've adapted. My mother, 83 years old, won't touch a computer, won't touch a smartphone, won't touch internet, wants nothing to do with any of it. So, but that is where the population base has been. So they're the ones that aren't adapting it as fast. My generation is not adapting it as fast. The industries are being fought by old timers like me, not adapting it as fast. Your generation's a whole different animal. It's gonna get to that flip side where most of the generation is te- technologically advanced and that's when it rockets. That might be even, it might make the industry even more competitive for people like me because everyone's be using the same technology. What industry? Real estate, like pe- more people will be using social media and the new AI five, 10 years from now. But I, I'm kind of curious about how this will all impact the, the consumers of, of real estate, people who are buying that, trying to look into buy a house five to 10 years from now, people who are looking to sell, investments, that type of thing. So how will the 
future of the industry impact those types of people? All right, there's multiple hats right there. From a seller's perspective, you may or may no longer need a real estate agent to market your home. You can get a value online. You can get a home inspector on your own. If you really need to know value, there'll still be appraisers in the future. They'll be different, but there'll be some of them. The brand new iPhones that are out now have three lenses. One of those lenses is for LiDAR, not radar, but LiDAR. You adapt that with a program, which is already in existence, and I know appraisers are using it in some parts of the country, where you physically walk around the exterior, you walk through every room, and it actually will 3D map the house. It'll tell you square feet, it'll tell you the room size, it'll tell you the cubic airspace, it, it, it calculates everything just walking through the house. You don't need an agent to measure your house anymore. You don't need an appraiser to measure your house anymore. In the future, this isn't, it's just starting now. So transition again. So from a seller's perspective, you'll be able to just type in a few things, walk through the house with your phone and get a lot of information to put it on the market. Everything is now internet. You can put it on Realtor.com, Zillow. There's so many different huge, massive platforms that everybody gets it instantly. Don't need an agent to put a sign on your yacht anymore. There is always letting strangers into your home, unvetted people in your yard. There's a lot of that that still needs to be taken care of. So there will be a need for some agents, for some people's personalities in the future. Uh, But from a technological, if you're comfortable with it, that'll be there. From a buyer's perspective, it'll be the reverse. All of a sudden, your phone will be blowing up with 12 new listings that people are putting on directly through the system, all electronic, instantaneous. Normally, a real estate agent would be sitting there at the computer every day going through their list of 12 buyers and trying to find the right home in the right markets at the right time. The future, it's coming right from the mainframe to your computer, to your phone. So in the future, the buyers will get instant updates, met bypassing part of the middleman. Again, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're uncomfortable, you will still need somebody to hold your hand, but you're not gonna have the widespread agents that you have. That's the, the buyer side, touch a button, you can get a mortgage online, you can get your credit done online, you can find your house online. So yes, eight, 10 years from now, I can see that definitely full blown. From the mortgage perspective, again, that is already there. I mean, that doesn't even need adapting. You could do the full service without ever seeing a human, talking to a human. It's all done online. Fill in this. It grabs your taxes. It grabs your bank statements. It runs your credit. It does all of this instantaneously within 24 hours. All you need is the house. So from the banking perspective, that's already there. And you mentioned the, the mortgage aspect is, is already like not, not much human communication. Well, there is. There is always backdoor. Somebody is still vetting all this stuff behind the scenes. So do you still think uh, that human com- communication will always be a part of the real estate industry? No matter 10 years, 20 years, 50 well, years? 20 years is forever in a technological but, age. but think- 10 years, I do believe there's still human contact in the transaction, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I but I think it's going to be a lot less than than current. Right now, there's 2.5 million realtors. I could see that being cut by half to even more than half. Wow, that shows that you got to be the best of the best to survive. You, you've got to be pres- positioned for that tra- transition, yes. Wow. And right now, 10, 10%, 15% of all agents do most of the deals. Same thing applies. They, they're going to be forefront social media. They're going to be forefront technological. They're going to be forefront with the lead gen. And that, during the transition, will continue to keep them busy and in the pipeline. 
it's the people doing one, two, three, five deals a year, they're in trouble. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. And there's a lot there's of them. A ton of them. Yeah, four agents for every one, or four listings for every one agent. Yeah. Right now, still, yeah. I think. Maybe it's changed, but I kind of want to start wrapping this up with like the affordable options in, in the future for, for homes. Like, as I was mentioning uh, to you earlier about the 3D homes, those are becoming a little more popular. Uh, I think we'll start seeing those pop up a lot more in the next five to 10 years once the machines become less expensive and they can pretty much print those out in 24 to 48 hours, those homes, which is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, so do you think that will be more common in the in the future? The, the more affordable options, the easier to build homes, that type of thing? You're gonna have the two extremes as always. The rich get richer, the poor get smaller. And yes, I do th- think 3D homes, energy efficient homes, more condominium style homes. I think you're gonna have a shrinking of the GLA. Right now, the average is 2,400 square feet or whatever it is for a typical single family. I think that's going to get smaller and smaller. You've got global warming. You've got material resources that they're draining. So all of that will start shrinking just because it's less supplies, less impact on the planet, less blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think there's going to be smaller homes, tinier homes, more more factory-driven homes. Um, you can build single families inside a warehouse bang them off there's no weather problems these have been around forever but i think that's going to become more of a wave 3d homes are going to be more of a wave um maximizing the resources more of a wave and they'll be able to punch these things up faster but they're going to be not the custom homes that you see today in neighborhoods the rich will continue to build their mansions they always will but the everyday Joe trying to find affordable options, I think these will become more and more popular. And it is what it is. Uh, your generation is a walkable generation. Your generation wants to walk to the store, to entertainment, to restaurants, to, to whatever. My generation drove everywhere. Suburbs, suburbia. Um, your generation's a different animal. So you'll be in more apartments, more high rises, more condos, more that type of you know scenario. So we'll see where the future goes. I think it's very interesting. I mean, like I was mentioning, like the U.S. has to start building way more homes than the, the than world does. currently building right now. Sixty percent. You have to up it by sixty percent to catch up to the. They get on pace, which is absurd. So it's going to be interesting. But where are you getting the employment? I mean, we're right now in the yeah. great resignation. Yeah, nobody wants to work. No, Nobody wants to drive a bus. Nobody wants to build homes. Especially nobody labor, wants yeah. to be physical labor. No, There's welders, electricians, plumbers, truck drivers, laborers. No, Nobody wants to have a physical job. So I don't see how that changes. Robots can't do 90% of that. That's why those like 3D homes and stuff might become way more popular because they're easy to do. But there's still somebody running the machines and trucking it and moving it and putting it in place and engineering it and septic systems. And there's still that whole end of it that can't be done with robots and 3D anything. So unless somebody wants to start getting into the employment game, those are the jobs obviously to look for. I don't think you need a college degree to be $150,000, $200,000 a year income for that, but it is labor. We'll see where the great resignation ends up. It's going to be interesting the next five to 10 years. I think it's going to be like a make or break period for so many uh, real estate agents. I think it's going to be multiple industries in general. Yeah. My appraisal, I'm, I'm a full-time certified appraiser, as you know, and our industry's changing leaps and bounds, and the lenders, banks, and stuff are trying to push with a cog, with a slow pot of the, of the, of the transaction. Um, but if you read an actual appraisal report, and you read the certifications and things it says that we have to do, and if you read all of the dynamics of how we have to fill out the forms, we can't do it with a blink of an eye or from an offset position without being covered, you know, legally, legalese in the contracts. Because right now, the way they're trying to make us do it, 
it doesn't doesn't meet the, the the criteria from my perspective legally. But all these industries are going to change. There's no doubt, no doubt. It's coming fast. Bitcoin. You can buy a house with Bitcoin. You can buy a car. You yeah, can well, buy a house. country just made that like a... Uh, uh, El Salvador? Oh, El Salvador. Salvador is now legal. There's multiple parts of uh, Africa that are now accepting Bitcoin. There's, it's going to be the future. All this stuff is all you guys. This is this is your generation, baby. This might be like the biggest boom of like uh, just the changes in the world. Back in the, in, in the early parts of the century, it was all steel and energy and all of that. Roadways. And then it went to technology and and the internet and stock booms and all that stuff, yours will be off the chain technology-wise. It's all kind of overwhelming, but... But if you're looking for a job, think those things. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the episode. I don't have anything else to say. Right. We'll probably do another something like this in the future where we kind of dive into uh, the topic of the future of real estate industry a little more. But for now, we're going to keep it at that. So thank you for watching and listening to this episode. We hope you got value out of it. Hopefully you learned something new. Comment down below if you have any questions. If you're watching on YouTube, um, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. It really means a lot to us. Uh, So thank you, and we will see you in episode 16. Bye.